Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we're beginning a new expository preaching series through the book of Mark. Today, Pastor Jim will preach an introductory message on what he called Mark chapter 1, verse 0. Most Christians probably don't know much about the 400 years that passed in the history of Israel between what's recorded in the book of Malachi in the Old Testament and the incarnation of Christ during the reign of the Roman Empire. It's always helpful to understand the historical context when we read Scripture. And in this case, a lot changed in and around Israel in the world between the Old Testament and the New. Well, we hope this week will prepare you for the weeks and months we will spend learning what the book of Mark teaches us and how we should apply it to our lives as 21st century Christians today. Here is today's slice of the message entitled, From Malachi to Mark. Well, I did some, uh, I did some polling, deciding about what book that we would study next. Um, I talked to the board about it, and there was a, it's kind of a dominant opinion there, but I also talked to the women's Bible study, and uh, down to my last three, it was dead even split. So I talked to the Wednesday night group. It was a dead even split. And then I realized, boy, did you step in it. Because now you've guaranteed to offend at least two-thirds of the people that you asked about this. Not to mention all the ones who didn't even agree with my three on my short list. So we're about to dive into the Gospel of Mark. If that wasn't what you voted for, get over it. We will get to the other books, Lord willing, in His time. Today, I want to give you a a running start on Mark. I did this about 25 years ago in its first version before I began the study of Matthew. I was thinking, you know, there's a, a lot that happened leading up to Matthew that isn't in your Bible. So I did this, and it went over so well. It actually took on a life of its own, and recordings of that sermon were being used by seminary students to uh, get them ready for New Testament introduction, and that was kind of cool. I I appreciated it being used that way. So I did it again when I wrote, when when I preached through the Gospel of John. Then I did it again before I, uh, or at the start of a class for the life of Christ for teaching in Russia, and I can't resist doing it again today because um, as you turn the page in your Bible from Malachi, the last book of the Old Testament, to the Gospels, more than four centuries pass. What happened in that time? How is the world different at the beginning of the New Testament from the end of the Old? How did Israel change in those 400 years? And what are the threads that connect the days of Jesus to what we read about in Malachi, the last prophet of the Old Testament, and Nehemiah, the last history book of the Old Testament? So today, I would invite you to open your Bibles to the book of Mark just to practice for coming weeks because uh, I eventually will read a few verses from Mark. But this is introductory. And to understand the Gospels, 
I want to suggest that you do well to understand world news between the Testaments. And secondly, Jewish life between the Testaments. And finally, who's who among the Jews, meaning when we open up the pages of the New Testament. Now first, let's talk about what happened in the world between the Testaments because that was very significant. And I'm going to back up and take a little running start even to that. We recently studied the book of Jonah, which is the prophecy of, uh, or the, the words of Jonah's ministry in Nineveh. And then we studied Nahum, the prophecy against Nineveh. Nineveh was the capital of the Assyrian Empire. And it was the Assyrians whom God used to take the northern kingdom of Israel into captivity. Then the Babylonians usurped the place of the Assyrians, and the Babylonians took the the southern kingdom captive in 586 B.C. Then, uh, after the the time in captivity, as they were there, the the Medo-Persian Empire conquered the Babylonians, so it was actually a Persian king who was the one God used to give permission for Israel to return to Jerusalem where they rebuilt the temple and rebuilt the city. Those are the books of Ezra and Nehemiah that tell you the history of those things. The spiritual factors that undergirded those events are in the books of Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi. So there's five, we call them post-exilic books in the Old Testament because they're after the exile. Two of history and three of prophecy. Now the truth is that only a minority of the Jews took advantage of the opportunity to return around 445 B.C. And they came in a couple of different waves. Most of them stayed behind in the Medo-Persian Empire. Now that's not completely surprising from a human standpoint. Many who were alive at that time, most who were alive at that time, had never lived in the land of Israel, had never seen a temple, had never been in Jerusalem. And so you can understand that. It was a four to five month journey just to get there. And so it was, it was, it was a big deal. And uh, by the time we come to the New Testament, more Jews live outside of Israel than live in the land. So the last history of the Old Testament is the closing chapter of Nehemiah. The last prophecy of the Old Testament is the end of the book of Malachi. The Old Testament therefore closes at about 430 B.C. Jesus was born in 4 B.C. Yeah, they messed up a little bit and didn't get him born in 0 B.C. or A.D. or 1 B.C. or 1 A.D. So that's just, a, that's just a mathematical issue. So over four centuries have elapsed now. And out of the view of Old Testament history, beyond what we are able to read in the Bible, in the 5th century B.C., that's the time when the Old Testament is closing, uh, Greece has been developing. Greece begins to expand and eventually Greece becomes the dominant power in the world surrounding the Mediterranean Sea. The most significant exploits of the Greek Empire came under Alexander the Great. In the 330s BC, 
Alexander fought battles in many places against the forces of Darius the Mede. Remember the Medo-Persian Empire that took over from the Babylonians, that took over from the Assyrians, and uh, uh, Alexander prevailed. The height of the Greek Empire ensued, and that included everything around the Mediterranean Sea and for thousands of miles to the east. So the spread of the Greek Empire was a very significant thing. The phenomenon of the spread of the influence of Greek culture and Greek language, the Greek language, is called Hellenization. That's a word you're going to hear uh, a lot today. Not Helena Rubinstein, Hellenization. Okay? Hellenizing the Mediterranean world and the area around Israel was very significant for setting the stage for the events of the New Testament setting the stage for the spread of the gospel and for the spread of the New Testament itself. Why? Because Koine Greek or common Greek, the the language of the people, became the international trade language of the world or that part of the world in that day. This is the language which up to that time had the widest acceptance in the world of any language since the Tower of Babel in Genesis chapter 11. God used Koine Greek as the language of the New Testament, making the New Testament more readily spreadable than any writings ever before that. Now, Alexander the Great accomplished all of his exploits as a very young man. He died in 323 B.C., and I will not be giving you a quiz on all the dates here, but Alexander died in 323 B.C. at the age of just 33 years old. I mean, the guy conquered the world, essentially, before he had time for a midlife crisis. That's pretty astounding. The influence of Greek culture lasted for centuries, even after the empire built by Alexander the Great had crumbled. Now, I want to apologize because there just might be somewhere in the room a a teacher of world history, and I'm, uh, needless to say, compressing a little bit or a whole lot. But let's just say after Greece, along comes Rome. Okay, Is is that a good enough summary of things? Uh, Al Mohler talks about a a church history professor that he had who introduces the course this way. He says, after the apostles and before your grandmother, stuff happened and it was important. <laughs> All right? There was important stuff from Greece to Rome, but by the time you open the New Testament, Rome is in charge. And without boring you uh, the dates, that's what we need to know for this morning. So before we move on, though, I want you to uh, draw some lessons some applications from the realm of just this simple contemplation of world news between the Testaments. Now, first of all, this is a majestic testimony to the sovereignty of God. The fingerprints of God are all over that portion of history as they are over everything else. God is the one who determines the the breadth and the time of the influence of every single country that has ever existed. Now that 400 years might not be recorded in the Bible in the form of history, but it is recorded in the form of 
prophecy. And as with all prophecy recorded in the Bible, these prophecies are fulfilled with great precision. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.